0: The following episode contains discussions of sexual assault and murder. If these are topics that are triggering to you or there are children in the room, please go back and listen to another one of our episodes. Otherwise, thank you so much for listening. And remember, be kind and stay weird. The two friends were not looking for trouble during their adventure into the desert northeast of Ciudad Juarez on February 17, 2003. They with their dogs were looking in the waste for bottles and cans, really anything they could exchange for a little pocket money. The last thing they expected to find was a body, and certainly not three of them. welcome this is the what if i told you podcast a show where we sometimes get very serious and try to shine a light on some ignored cases absolutely today is one of those days it's actually the fourth of july when we're recording this it
1: is the fourth of july when we're recording this we don't take days off we uh would really like to have
0: this shit much more pre-recorded Um, We've just been very busy. It's so difficult. One of these days, we're going to have like a backlog of recordings and we won't have to worry about it. Yeah. But we're here. We're doing it. This is going to come to you Monday, which is tomorrow. Which is tomorrow. I'm so glad. It's a three-day weekend. Me too. If you can't tell, um, I don't know if I'm sick or if it's my allergies, it's most
1: likely my allergies getting to me. So I don't think your voice sounds very noticeably.
0: Yeah, I think I can just hear it better with headphones on. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, It's fine.
0: Yeah. Y'all are just going to have to deal with it.
1: I bet literally no one cares. Yeah. <laughs> First and foremost, you should be checking out our TikTok. Yes. I have some very creative ideas coming down the pipe. Hell yeah. So, you know, I've been trying to get creative. Our most recent video, I thought, was pretty funny. I fucking loved it. That was partially Dakota's idea, too. Um, The glasses particularly set the tone. So um, you should be checking out our TikTok. You should, of course, be on our Instagram. Yeah, I mean. If you're not, please submit a 100-word essay on why. Yeah, I just, just follow us on Instagram. Yeah, just do it. It's not going to cost you anything, and it's very low maintenance. Yeah. We're not going to clog up your feed. No. Just, you know, a couple times a week, you'll see a little snip from us, and that's it. Yeah, that's it. So, get on that.
0: And uh, email us if you want to. What if I told you podcast at gmail.com.
1: Yes please do that. And uh, let's see. We had breakfast this morning at IHOP. Yeah. I mean, IHOP isn't like glorious, but they get the job done. Yeah. They're there when you need them. And today is 4th of July. So all of our like cool places we would go are obviously closed. Right. But not IHOP. But not IHOP. There's they're out here doing it.
0: IHOP is always there for you.
1: Day in and day out. When you're at your lowest or you just need hash browns on the 4th of July. Yeah. Or it's 2 a.m. and you may or may not be a little drunk. Right. And you need breakfast food. They're there for you. Always there. Um, their chocolate
0: milk was delicious. And I think I have now what I need to
1: get through the rest of the day. Yes. Um, I had a little bit of everything yeah well we both kind of did yeah yeah we shared some french toast yep because two full slices of french toast is too much too much especially when you're also having eggs sausage and hash browns yeah i also had toast you did have toast but i didn't eat my bacon right it was not good
0: that sucks it just didn't really taste like bacon Weird. I don't know what it was. It was very disappointing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I technically only had one of my eggs, but those hash browns, perfect.
1: I do prefer my hash
0: browns a little crunchier. They could have been a little more
1: crunchy. But potato is potato. Yeah. I mean. um, put a little ketchup on those things. Put your eggs perfect. in there. Mm. It's all good. Love it. Love it. So that's breakfast nook for this morning. It was everything it needed to be. And I don't need to eat the rest of the day, probably. Yeah, I really,
0: I I can't think about eating. It's, I mean, it's already 1030 in the morning. Yeah. I mean, I'll probably eat dinner tonight, at least a little bit, but. Yeah, I'll probably eat dinner.
1: We'll probably make HelloFresh. That's we- so
0: responsible of you.
1: Getting HelloFresh, yeah, it's so easy. And side note, we're not sponsored by HelloFresh <laughs> like every other podcast is yet. <laughs> um, it's just so easy, and it's not crazy expensive. Like what I pay, I get four meals per week mm-hmm. because I figure Monday through Thursday. We'll have HelloFresh and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we usually either like eat out or maybe Dakota wants to grill mm-hmm. or whatever. So four meals for two people per week, usually about $80. Yeah, that's not bad at all. And that's that's what I would have spent at the store every yeah. week. So oh, yeah. it seems expensive, but it's not really. And they you get to eat cool stuff. like Yeah, that's something different all the it, time. It's always something different. We've never repeated a meal mm-hmm. and it's just good. And whenever you work all day and you have like school or you have to do like kid stuff or you have other things you have to do after work, mm-hmm. thinking about what you're going to make for dinner means that we're going to either have spaghetti or tacos or like baked chicken with bro- broccoli. It's the same shit all the time. It's the, the same time. shit.
0: And I mean people may be different. I'm I'm terrible at just making the same easy like reliable meals over and over. Yeah. And I hate it. Yeah. But anytime I go to look for like new things, it's so overwhelming. So it's like, well, this requires 12 ingredients. Well, I don't have time for that. Yeah. Like I really don't.
1: Yeah. See, and that's the kind of thing I'll do on a Sunday. Yeah, it's just you know? different. That's it. That's fine for a Sunday. Yeah. but I mean,
0: by the time I get home, it's pretty much 6 o'clock.
1: Yeah. And that's crazy. Like, I get home at 4, so it, it would be much easier for me to do a little bit more, but there's so much less food waste. Mm-hmm. There's no food waste because they give you two servings of everything, and that's it. Right. So we don't have leftovers in the fridge taking up space that we're not going to eat.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And... So we're not wasting food, which is wasting money. Yep. So it's just, it makes so much more sense for us since we don't have kids. Right. So that's probably what we'll have for dinner.
0: Sounds like a great plan.
1: Yeah. We got a really cool one this week and I can't remember what it was. We did a ramen bowl for one of them last week. Ooh. That shit was fire.
0: That does sound good.
1: So Mm -hmm. since Dakota's been home... The last couple weeks, he's been, like, making dinner. Yeah. So, that's been nice. Go Dakota. He's been doing the dishes and making dinner and oh, yeah, doing all the shit. <laughs> and I'm like, I could get used to this. Oh, goodness. Oh, right. Do we have any chips, Corner? What's the deal? What's the deal with Chip right now? Um, well,
0: I actually get to see Chip today. Oh, that's, that's very right. very fun. Um... Chip is actually on his way down here for some 4th of July festivities. Let's see. Okay. He has, okay, first of all, he Googled your boob drain drain tubes. He was very upset about that. Oh, right.
1: I forgot about the drain tubes.
0: And this is the message I received after our movie review boob drain tube episode. Right. I'm just going to read it verbatim. Yes, verbatim. He said, okay, so I actually have a chips corner for the Tom Hardy putting on mass.
1: Oh, I remember this
0: message. Yes. If he was muscular before 2012 and then slimmed down for a roll, your body retains muscle memory, which allows you to build muscle back 10 times faster than a new person who just started lifting. That combined with a perfect diet and a couple steroid cycles will give him the bane physique. Before you assume it's all steroids, though, you can't eat like shit and barely train. Otherwise, the steroids won't work, and you still have to eat good and work out even harder during a cycle for them to take effect in a proper manner to get the results you want. So that's new. Okay. Okay. And uh, we also got him to listen to Lorna Shore's new single. He fucking loved it. He said it was magical. And um, he also gave us a suggestion by Kardashev, I think that's how you say it, Mm -hmm. Um, a song called Between Sea and Sky. It was very good. I never responded, but it was very good.
1: I also didn't respond, but I did listen to the song and I really enjoyed it. It reminded me of kind of of Spirit Box, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: even though obviously Spirit Box is a female lead, but um, the kind of melodic singing and then coming in with, like, the more guttural vocals. It has that very, like, spirit box sound to me. Yeah. I was was into it. It
0: was really good.
1: Yeah. I have heard the name Kardashev before, but I don't think I had ever heard any of their songs, but that one was unless Unless I
0: religiously listen to something, I'm not gonna remember the band name. I'm gonna remember the song if I hear it, but I'm not gonna have any fucking clue who it's by.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Chip. It was a real debate about the Tom Hardy physique. Yeah. Uh, I was deeply concerned about what the fuck he was doing. He's so perfect. Oh, he is. Um. Okay. So we have a little bit, a few news items. This is your uh, Monday morning true crime news. Apparently we have a new segment. So... Uh, Kyler Eust was sentenced, I don't know, like two or three weeks ago, something like that. He mm-hmm. was sentenced in June. We should have talked about it probably two episodes ago, but we didn't. So he was given the maximum on both sen- on both charges, as we kind of assumed. We talked about that whenever we talked about his case um, after his trial. So, he got 15 years on the Murder 2 charge for Kara Kopetsky and life in prison to be maxed out at 30 years for the murder of Jessica Runyon's to be served consecutively. So, that's 45 years if he serves his full term. Yeah. So. Um, So... I don't know. He's what, like 33, 34? Yeah, he's in his 30s. Yeah, so he'll be in his 70s, if he serves a full term. Yeah. Which, it's Ugh. it's going to be state prison, so they typically don't serve their full term, yeah. if parole is on the table. Damn. Yeah. So, there's that. Um, And then we have Allison
0: Mack, who was one of If you remember our Nexium episode, if you haven't listened to it, you should totally do that.
1: Episode six.
0: She was sentenced on Wednesday, June 30th, and she pleaded guilty to charges of racketeering and conspiracy to commit racketeering back in 2019. And she was finally sentenced to three years in prison with three years of um, supervision after release from prison and a
1: $20,000 fine. It seems like for anyone who listened to our Nexium episode and watched the documentaries we watched, mm-hmm. the shit that she did is so fucking insane. Three years. Yeah, and the only... Mm, yeah, no. Yeah. So she's going to go to federal prison, I yeah. think. And uh, so she'll serve the three years. You, you yeah. typically do the full time. Right. But...
0: And then Lauren Salzman, who was the daughter of
1: the Nexium
0: co-founder Nancy Salzman and a DOS participant with Mac, um, should be sentenced in July. So this month, sometime.
1: Yeah, I think end of the month. In the article I read, it said like end of July. Yeah, we'll see how that pans out. Yeah, I'm assuming I think her charges are the same charges as Allison Mac, mm-hmm. so it'll probably be a similar sentence. Unless she has a better attorney. Who knows? There are, like, two really good documentaries on Nexium. So, there was The Vow. Yep. That one was... Where did you watch that one on? I think it's on Amazon Prime. Okay. Yeah. And one's on HBO, right? I think one's on HBO, one's on Prime. Yeah. So, the I don't remember what the other one was called.
0: I don't remember. But Shit. if you
1: go to our episode six, it would be
0: in our...
1: That's right. Notes. Yeah. Um, on the episode description. That's right. Oh, my mom sent us an email. Yeah, that was adorable. <laughs> hey, mom. Um, so she listened to our episode on the Salem Witch Trials, which we did a couple weeks ago. If you haven't listened to it, you should. Mm-hmm. I had asked just the general universe if, you know, I was descendant from any of the Salem Witches. Um, my mom said that she talked to my grandma... And that we do have ancestors that were involved, but they were jurors. Lame. So we were on the wrong side <laughs> of this situation. <laughs> um, yeah, lame. Not super exciting, but Not still exciting. pretty cool. S- still cool. little disappointing. I mm-hmm. really wanted to be, like, descendant yeah. from one of the witches, like Sarah Good, maybe. Damn it. And then I'll just start wearing only witch attire. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Why wouldn't she? Why not? <laughs> so now Emily has to figure out if she is descendant and if she is actually a witch. And I am from the prosecutorial team of right. that.
0: And if we're like mortal enemies at this point.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so today we are talking about the women of Ciudad Juarez- we've gone over the pronunciation of see dad a few times and it can be said a couple of different ways. That's going to be the easiest way for us to say it. Yes. So like I said, it's going to be a multi-part episode story. Um, so we can cover all of it. Mm-hmm. There is a pretty good podcast out there on this. And I think it's just called the women of Juarez. Yes, I believe so. There is a lot of information and so we just wanted to make sure that what we are reporting is accurate and
1: thorough. Mm-hmm. This is a big, big story. And I don't
0: hear a lot of people talk about
1: it. No. Um, Crime Junkie did an episode on this case mm-hmm. a long time ago. But it's not very long. It's Yeah, it's short. So it's not... It doesn't cover It's not a super lot. thorough. It's not very in-depth. Yeah. So we're trying to, like... Get in there, talk Mm -hmm. about the different shit, and be thorough. Yeah. So for today's episode,
0: part one, we're going to focus on the general events and we'll go through the culture of Juarez as a city and then the backgrounds of the murders and the police and government responses to the murders and, of course, talk about the disappearing daughters project. Um. Next week, we'll talk about some individual victims and their families.
1: Yes. And also, we will, in next week's episode, talk about the boss-ass women that are out here doing work to bring justice to the women of Juarez and also bring awareness to the fact that this femicide is running rampant. Yeah, it's like kind of
0: like it's just weird yeah it's it's something you can't really wrap your head around yeah we got a lot of our information and understanding of the situation from the disappearing daughters project they have a beautiful website dedicated to the work of the mothers and grandmothers who are bringing awareness and hopefully justice to the missing and murdered women of Juarez Um, So please visit the website, and it is, of course, going to be linked in our sources and description of the episode. If you didn't know, every episode we have in our little description has all of our sources linked underneath it, and we'll make sure that it's – we'll just put it at the top.
1: Yeah, we'll put Disappearing Daughters as the first source so that you can go there directly. Yeah. Uh, Definitely go to the site. It's – there are videos – And it shows scenes of the city. It's pictures of the victims, Mm -hmm. pictures of the women who are out here working for this case day in and day out. It's an amazing website. So let's talk about Juarez. Um, It's a border town just to the south of the U.S.-Mexico border. It's across the Rio Grande from El Paso, Texas. So it's walking distance Mm -hmm. to the border of the U.S. I think probably the geographic location lends itself to the reasons why Juarez is kind of a rough city. Yeah. It has a lot of drug cartel activity, migrant smuggling rings, police corruption, police brutality, uh, severe underdevelopment, and ballooning population. So it's kind of like the perfect storm of a bad situation. Right. All collecting on this one city. So they have what is called a maquiladora industry, which is basically assembly line plants, and they take advantage of cheap labor. And these started to pop up in the 80s. Really, they... These factories, that's what it is. It's a factory. Yeah. They employ poor Mexican people that have flocked to the border town in search of jobs. Mm-hmm. And most of them are women. Most of the employee population of these factories are women. So they're not from Juarez. They've just moved to Juarez in order to get a job. Right. So they often live in shanty towns without basic utilities or services. And I think this particular point is likely a result of how quickly the population of war has started to increase Mm -hmm. and they didn't have infrastructure in place to facilitate for so many people. Right. So I think now, because this really started in the 80s, but I think now that is less of a problem. Yeah. I, I think housing is still a problem because there are still a lot of people who are in poverty. But I, I don't think the without basic utilities thing is as big of an issue as it used to be. I think they've probably gotten more infrastructure in place now to support the population better. But the maquilladoras are basically like a sweatshop. A lot of the products they produced were for sale abroad, so products to be sold in the U.S. or Europe or whatever, and wages were often around 5 U.S. dollars per day. That's so ridiculous. $5 a day. What's the point? That is so crazy to me. I can't fathom mm. Absolutely not. A wage that is paid per day. mm We were just talking about wages per hour.
0: Yeah. Not comparable to $5 a day.
1: No, that's, that's basically nothing. That's so crazy. And I think the $5 per day is an old number, but one of the more recent articles that I've read, so I got that number... I think it is for the range of the a lot of these victims, 90, 1993 to 2005. Yeah, what, they were being paid when this was then. happening. But even now, the per day wage is less than $10 a day. Yeah. In 2021. So let's kind of situate that within ourselves.
0: That's ridiculous. Yeah.
1: Most people make significantly more than that per hour at their job. No one in this country would work for $5 an hour at a job. Mm-mm. No. That's unlivable. In in no way shape or form is that livable, not in 1993, not today. Yeah. That was livable in 1893. Right. Maybe if maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> that's really the The situation in Ciudad Juarez. The Maquilladoras are really the main shit in Juarez. Mm -hmm. And that's why people are flocking. So now that we have situated Juarez geographically and based kind of culturally, um, let's talk about what's happening to the women there. So in 1993 the bodies of women began showing up in the desert outside of Waris. They were all showing signs of rape, beating, and mutilation. And this would be the beginning of more than a decade of brutalizing and murdering women. So a lot of the information we have is for the time period between 1993 and 2005. But... This is still happening. Mm -hmm. So just keep that in mind. A lot of what we will talk about next week are victims that have disappeared in 2017, 18, 19. Like victims are continually disappearing from Juarez. So this isn't something that just happened in that 12 year period. It's still happening. Right. So just keep that in mind. So, since 1993, a large number of women have been killed in the cities of Juarez and Chihuahua, I think, which is about 250 miles to the south of Juarez. So, the official death toll is 260, but local women's groups believe the number is closer to 400. Good lord. 400! that's an insane number. Mm-hmm. So of these 400 victims at least 137 of the victims were sexually assaulted prior to their murders. So I'm
0: surprised that number isn't higher.
1: I what I am thinking is that a lot of the women who were found in the desert, outside of Juarez, were too far decomposed mm-hmm. to determine cause of death, manner of death, or any kind of victimization prior to death. That makes so sense. the number 137 is probably wildly inaccurate. Yeah. But that is the number that they have of victims that are for sure yeah. sexually assaulted before their death. Because these
0: crimes were popping up in such similar ways, um, it led some to believe that there could have been like a serial killer around, maybe more than one serial killer. Mm -hmm. So the victims making up the 137 sexually assaulted were all young female students um, and store clerks, and the assembly plant workers. Some were as young as 13. And now, were there, around, like, 13, 14, 15 working at the plant? Or were these girls in school?
1: Uh, that is unclear.
0: Okay. Um, so, they were kidnapped, raped, strangled, Mutilated and then buried in shallow graves in the desert or at construction sites, which I mean, I've heard of a few times, but Mm -hmm. that's those are typically pretty act like active areas. I don't know who would pick a construction site, yeah, to bury a dead body because it could possibly be dug up, yeah, Um,
1: especially the they're not digging deep graves, they're putting them. In a really shallow grave that's definitely not going to continue to conceal a body. Right.
0: Um, and also at some railroad yards around the city.
1: Yeah. Super uh, very odd. Yeah. Um, and since these victims were discovered and were still in good enough condition that they could see... The mutilation and the brutality and still be able to test and find that they were sexually assaulted. Like, clearly, they were discovered relatively quickly. Right. Because they were... Not disposed
0: of with... Any, like... Any. Yeah. Yeah. Any thought, really. No thought at all. So, there appeared to have been also a victim profile, the killer or killers preferred. Many of the young women were slim in stature with large brown eyes and long brown hair and most of them were assaulted on their way home from work. So that is very common. Yeah. These women are obviously not commuting in a vehicle. They're probably walking home.
1: Right, right. They're probably working really long hours. Yeah, so it's dark. So it's dark when they go to work and dark when they come home from work. Yeah. There are of course many women who died at the hands of
0: domestic partners um and also drug traffickers and other criminals because like we said this area was just super toxic. Yeah. But it still remains that very few have been punished for these crimes and they're murderers that flourish in a city where everyone knows that you can kill a woman with impunity. And the fact that there are so many of them and these, these assembly line plants are just full of women employees. Yeah. So it is kind of like the, the perfect storm Yeah. For any type of predator of women.
1: Exactly. Exactly. None of them are in fear that they're going to get caught and charged. Yeah.
0: Yeah. While many of the women murdered were factory workers, police and authorities were incredibly slow to respond. That seems fucking typical. Mm. And many of them attempted to place blame on the victims themselves, Mm. implying that their behavior led to their rapes and murders. Um, That's absolutely fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And former state attorney general Arturo Gonzalez Rescon said in 1999 that some murder victims' provocative dress had encouraged the attacks against them. I'm just, I'm not one to make assumptions, but I highly doubt, even though it's not any type of reason to um, attack a woman in any way, but I doubt these women were dressing provocatively to go work at a fucking assembly line.
1: Yeah. When you work long hours in a factory, you're more concerned about comfort. Yeah. And practicality.
0: That's just, that's so dumb. That's, um,
1: yeah. And
0: unfortunately, investigators shared that attitude as well. Mm-hmm. I I just don't understand it. But recent reports still allege that the victims are involved in the drug trade or that they wore provocative clothing. Either way, I mean, there's still no reason to rape and murder women.
1: Yeah, I mean, it.
0: it- I don't, like, I don't care if you're slinging dope out on the street with. With hardly anything on. Yeah. You don't deserve to be raped and then murdered.
1: Absolutely not. I should be able to be outside in a string bikini with all of this on display. And it is not my fucking problem if yeah. some dude across the street gets aroused yeah that's a personal problem my man go in your house into your bathroom and take care of that shit on your own yeah he doesn't have to attack you and then murder
0: you afterwards
1: yeah no for fuck's sake they act like these kinds of investigators and people who say this shit act like these men out here just don't have control over their impulses yeah like Like, they're just animals. They're just, they're just animals, and that's their animalistic reaction, and it's just nature, and you shouldn't bait them like that. No. No. That is, that is not the shit that needs to be happening.
0: No, I mean, there is absolutely no reason for anyone but... Let's be honest, it's mostly women that this yeah. happens to. Yeah. Um, for anyone to be attacked, beaten, raped, and then murdered. No. And it doesn't matter what you're wearing. Nope. It doesn't matter how you're acting. Nope. It doesn't matter what job you're doing. None of those things can even be factored in to no. someone's response to kill someone else.
1: Right. It doesn't it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it it literally
0: doesn't matter. No absolutely zero women have ever asked to be raped by what they were wearing or what they were doing. No. That is just the silliest thing I think I've ever heard in my life. This, my friends, is the patriarchy. And these are men in power saying these things
1: yeah these are men in power trying to make excuses for For... the wrongs of other men yes exactly can we please Mm -hmm. fucking stop yeah can we just uh see a victim and say who did this to you and let's punish them for what they did yeah Regardless of who the victim is and who the perp is, yeah. I mean, whether they're
0: involved in sex work or drug trafficking or anyway, or they're homeless, like it, sh- it, it just doesn't matter.
1: No, it shouldn't matter. No,
0: it shouldn't matter. They are not asking for it. Um, and just because, e- even if these women working at these factories were somehow involved in drug trafficking, um, they still shouldn't have got raped and murdered. Yeah. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, um, they're humans and they're out here doing what they have to fucking do to provide for their families. That's
1: right. They're making five goddamn dollars a day at the factory. Yeah. They kind of have to be in the drug trade.
0: Like, they kind of have to find a supplemental income somewhere else other than their wonderfully paid factory job.
1: Yeah. Uh, I guarantee you there aren't that many side hustles available to them in Juarez at this time. Right. And, I mean... They probably had two side hustle choices. Drug trade, sex work. Yeah. Maybe even both. Yeah. When you don't have options, you don't have options. Yeah, and I mean,
0: I can understand why people wouldn't agree with people participating in the, you know, the production of drugs. Right, sure. Um, Or or even sex work. Yeah. But if you were in that situation, what would you do? You have comfortably lived in the United States your entire life. Yeah. Most likely. Most likely. Yeah. Um, and while many people know what it's like to struggle you 100% don't know what it's like to be in that situation
1: of course of course not and
0: and how can you possibly better yourself for the sake of your family and your children if you cannot move forward financially yeah you can't you cannot get a leg up on anything if you're making five dollars a day and that's your only option,
1: yeah, you're at this point, everything is on the tipping point. When yeah, it, when you are,
0: you are just doing what you must do. Yeah, to feed yourself, and I bet most of
1: these women had children. Yeah, it's it's probably a situation where if they were, they these women probably either had children or had to take care of their family in some way. Yes. Either parents, younger siblings. And most of these women were most likely caretakers mm-hmm. in some fashion. So they're out here trying to provide for people on five dollars per day. Which is absolutely which is, impossible. You can't get a drink at fucking Starbucks for five dollars. Mm-hmm. Unless it's water. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, and, well, both Madeline and I, being people who, I mean, grew up pretty privileged, like location wise. Location wise. Um, we had access to education. We um, were fed every day.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We had family that, worked and provided for us and put a roof over our heads and also family that didn't have to put themselves in harm's way, like drug trafficking, to make those things happen. Yeah. So we don't know what it's like to grow up in a poor country. Right. There's no opportunities there.
1: Yeah. If you live in the U.S., if you were born here, you have no frame of reference for this shit. Yeah.
0: you, You cannot relate to it. So you can't judge these women, but at the end of the day, they didn't deserve
1: that. And they deserved a much better response from authorities. Yes, absolutely. Get it the fuck together. Any law enforcement that is out here, wherever it is, We can we stop with trying to make excuses? Yeah, well, maybe for, she shouldn't have been doing this. If she wouldn't have been wearing those shorts, maybe he wouldn't have raped her.
0: Correction. What, like, I just want to know why the victim is the problem. Yeah. And not the fact that there are grown ass men who don't know how to control themselves. Yeah. That's so incredibly fucking disgusting. I can't even think about it for too long.
1: What's really disgusting is that in that scenario, when a woman is raped, there's always an excuse made for the man. Uh, he couldn't control his impulses. She was dressed provocative, and he couldn't. He, you know, he couldn't control himself, or um, he's a sex addict. So he's got a, an, an actual illness, which I know sex addiction is real. I'm aware of that, but it can't be used as an excuse for why someone raped someone. No, but you have a drug addict, which is also an illness. A chemical illness in your brain. Yeah, it's choices you made. I understand that. You made the decision to do heroin, so now you're chemically addicted. Mm -hmm. I get it. But we don't make excuses for drug addicts. No. Like, they really probably couldn't control themselves because of the chemical imbalance in their brain. Yeah. But we don't make excuses for them. No. They're a junkie. Yeah. They're a tweaker. They're just like a second-class citizen. They're a second-class citizen because they're a drug addict and they do heroin or meth or crack. Yeah. So we don't make excuses for them. Yep. But someone rapes a woman, we're going to make excuses for that dick. Yep. Why? No idea. Even though when drug, this drug addict, he's probably only hurting himself. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that's a victimless crime, mostly. But rape? And then, you know, even if we do prosecute the perp, we'll go ahead and give them six months.
0: Yeah. And they're, I mean, the chances of them actually
1: prosecuting, no. Yeah. Slim to none. People serve less time for rape than they do for marijuana possession. Yes. Okay.
0: Let's, uh... Let's, let's move get, on. Let's move on from that. And... Um, Maddie's going to talk about the authorities' response <laughs> to the shit that's been
1: happening. Okay. Let's let's get into this. So the authorities' response in action, or lack of action. Obviously, as we've already kind of touched on, the authorities demonstrated a real lack of will and ability to find the culprits in any of this. In <laughs> any of it. Mm-hmm. Um, they failed to collect clothing fragments and other evidence at the sites where women's bodies were discovered. Great. Um, they mixed up DNA tests. All right, we've got some class A police work. They destroyed important evidence and have allegedly returned women's remains to the wrong families. Jesus loves me. What the fuck is happening here? Are they, like, is this
0: just the police academy, possibly? Are or these people? This?
1: Who, are these just people who have expressed the desire to be policemen?
0: Like, are these what is it called when a citizen is like
1: a vigilante? Yeah, I think the vigilantes have done better jobs. Oh than, than well, this.
0: I mean, you're probably
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these these people. These authorities, whoever the fuck they are, shouldn't be authorities. Hmm. Because investigators failed to collect key items of evidence from multiple crime scenes, groups of volunteers in Juarez organized searches of the desert in and around Juarez to find bodies and evidence left behind by police. So, in February 2002, volunteers searching the Juarez site where eight bodies had been found in November of 2001, they discovered clothing that was recognized by the mother of one of the victims who participated in the search, as well as hair, shoes, clothing remains, none of which had been gathered by police, three months After the discovery of bodies. See,
0: even if I went in to, like, investigate the scene of a crime without any experience or any knowledge of just police work in general, I'd be like, okay, we gotta block all this off. We're backing up every piece of dirt within a fucking mile radius of this.
1: Get your sifters out. We're gonna make a grid. It's
0: all coming back with us. Like, that, that rock looks a little weird. Put that shit
1: in a bag. Everyone put on your fucking gloves. Yeah. Hairnets. I don't understand that. Yeah, anyone who's watched an episode of fucking CSI should know. And it's not like they just missed,
0: like, a flip-flop laying somewhere.
1: Yeah, or, like, a hair tie. Yeah. Excuse me?
0: I mean, this sounds like... Like a garbage bag full of things that they found at this site.
1: Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So, and for three months, it's one thing if you find the bodies and you're collecting the evidence and you take it all back. I feel like if you're investigating a crime, especially if you found eight bodies in one place. You need to assume there's shit laying around. You should be returning to that place. Mm -hmm. Daily. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't found any... Maybe I need to go back to the crime scene. Maybe I need to see if there's anything I missed. I feel like that is not a one and done situation.
0: Yeah, like, it rained last week.
1: That might have... Turned up some shit. Turned up
0: some shit. Yeah, I don't...
1: Yeah. Three, three months later and there's still large
0: pieces of evidence there? Yeah, and you're just going to assume that since you didn't... I mean, first of all, how did they not see this? The first time. Um, But you're just going to assume that there's nothing there? Yeah. Excuse me? What?
1: Just don't understand. Uh, Yeah. So the authorities mishandled so much shit. They destroyed key evidence. They destroyed things like clothing, fibers, fluids, and even the victim's remains, which we have already said. They They destroyed victim remains, by the way. That's crazy. Um, Investigators ignored important leads. They incorrectly ID'd victims and failed to identify them at all, which we will see next week um, when we go through a lot of the victims. We're not going to go through all 400 because we just simply cannot. But we do have a large list of victim names that we're just going to say. And most of them are there are a lot that are unidentified but most of them have unknown causes of death and unknown dates of death damn so we will see that a lot next week so there have been a select few who have been arrested in connection with the murders the police these people who have been arrested in connection i don't i don't know that I don't think they have been prosecuted in regards to any of these Mm -mm. murders. But the few who have been arrested in connection have stated that police tortured them into confessing. Great. Um, And the authorities declare that the perps are in jail. So that that means it's closed, but the crimes continue to happen.
0: Yeah, that just doesn't really make any
1: sense. No.
0: Authorities... I mean, not every male... In the area is just out here raping and killing women.
1: Yeah, there are repeat offenders here. Yes, clearly. Now, obviously, am I saying one person has killed all of these women? No. But no. it's definitely there's definitely a few that are continually doing it. Yeah, because
0: not every dude walking through these streets is doing this. Yeah,
1: exactly. So So there is a select few. Who are killing a lot of women. Right. And you've clearly not found him yet. Clearly. Because that's they, what I'm saying. They keep happening. Yeah.
0: So let these that. men free um, if they are not guilty.
1: Yeah. So yeah, obviously, the police have been really nonchalant about these crimes, no urgency whatsoever, even a little hostile towards the victims' families. They've been subject to harassment and threats from the authorities. Because these victim families, they just want want them to investigate their loved one's murder. Right. Or disappearance. And they're just simply not doing it. Um, One relative of a murder victim received a threatening voicemail message warning her to drop the case. And the caller ID showed that the call had come from the state judicial police. (laughs) Please say that sentence again.
0: For the people in the back.
1: For everyone who maybe didn't hear, the relative of a murder victim received a voicemail warning her to drop the case, and the caller ID showed it was from the state judicial police. Hmm. Oh. This is very fishy. I feel like I need a stiff drink right now. It goes all the way to the top, people. Oof. 100% 100% the pers- person involved is police. I'm calling it now. So at this point, we've got so many people who have gone missing, who have been murdered. And it keeps happening. People aren't being prosecuted. So the FBI, U.S. FBI, offers assistance to the state authorities of Juarez, including training. DNA testing, the use of FBI profilers. The FBI has endorsed a bi-national investigation of the murders. And the authorities in Juarez responded only with requests for training and limited forms of assistance. So, they don't want the FBI involved. Mm, Yeah, okay. So, that's suspicious for sure. The state attorney general's office came under fire in 2004... After 13 state police were arrested for executing 12 men at the behest of drug traffickers. Wow. Um, There there are pending arrest warrants for four other officers in connection to these murders. During the course of investigation, reports surfaced that police may have been responsible for abducting and killing women to celebrate successful drug runs. Hmm. Nothing more is ever said about that little blurb, by the way. That information is from an article that was written in two thousand seven. Nothing else comes just, up about this. I just can't
0: really form a response to that.
1: Yeah. Really? I know.
0: What a celebration. Yeah. Who who are these people?
1: Ugh. Ugh. The competition. Possibly? Possibly, yeah. So, these allegations led to State Attorney General Jesus Jose Solis to resign in March of 2004. Despite widespread calls to investigate him for his role in both the drug-related crimes and the crimes against women, no charges have ever been filed. Great. Cool, cool, cool. Cool. So, clearly, the victim
0: list is large, and it's the largest I've ever heard of,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and so it only makes sense that there's a shit ton of suspects, and we're going to go over just a few of them, because if we sat here and read them, we'd be here forever.
1: Yeah, and none of these people have really been charged. Yeah, but they're noted. They're noted on online. I'm
0: going to give you the English translation for these because I am not going to try to pronounce these. I don't want to. I mean, even though a few of them are gangs, I don't want to be disrespectful in mispronouncing these.
1: Yeah, they're just out here trying to make money. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, so we have the Ciudad Juarez Rebels. Mm. Um, they're on that list. The Drivers. Uh, Javier Garcia Uribe and Gustavo Gonzalez Mesa. The
1: Hands of Death. I think, yeah, the three gangs that are listed on here are the Rebels, the Drivers, and the Hands of Death. Yes. That's a very ominous name, the Hands of Death. The Hands of Death is a little, little sus. Not gonna lie. Yeah, it kind of sounds like... um, They kind of just give it away. They kind of give it
0: away. Not saying they're responsible for this, but... Right, but they're responsible for something. Yeah. Um, Then we have Edgar Ernesto Alvarez Cruz and Jose Francisco Granados de La Paz. Mm -hmm. There's a couple of pairs of people in here. Yeah. We have Carlos Gardena Cruz and Jorge García Paz. I don't know... If they're in relation to Edgar and Jose that I just mentioned. Because they have the same oh. last... Same surnames. Yeah. Hmm. Um, And there's a lot more. Um, There's also Melkor Baca, who is a former police officer and murdered a male friend of his wife. And he's at large. So... Yeah. That's scary. And then we have the mexicali ripper this is an unidentified serial killer thought to have murdered and dismembered 44 women since 2008 yeah
1: 44 Um, 44
0: there's also been a number of conspiracy theories from various sources that claim the ripper murders were the work of some sort of organization though its identity varies some of the theories are Chihuahua City residents proclaimed their beliefs that the Ripper murders were the work of a satanic cult in the same vein as the Hands of Death. Here we go with the fucking satanic cults.
1: 1993? Yeah. We're, we're a satanic panic for sure.
0: Yeah. An urban myth popular in some novels and films dictated that the Ripper murders were perpetrated by organ harvesters. Excuse me? What the fuck is that? hmm and it was rumored that some of the victims had vital organs missing um
1: i there are some of the victims who had their breasts cut off you and you and i've heard of that in some cases yeah so i think the majority when we generally say the victims had mutilation to the bodies most of it is to the breast mhm so ugh. that's disgusting ugh At least 10 women accused
0: the local police of abducting and raping them within a five-year span. That is a lot of women.
1: That is a lot of women.
0: But you guessed it. um, No charges were ever filed. Perfect. And investigators did confirm that an unidentified police officer was under investigation for two of the Ripper murders that occurred in 1995. Okay. Yeah. So you're not going to listen to the 10 women accusing local police for raping them within a five year span. Right. Cool.
1: Cool. Cool.
0: Um, Authorities have also suspected drug cartels and believed some of the victims were drug addicts or small time drug mules who are killed at as loose ends. Um, I'm sorry. I'm going to assume that if you're murdered by a drug cartel, um, the disposal is probably going to be much more clean.
1: Yeah, I think generally speaking drug cartels tend to be they more organized.
0: Right, they take care of that shit and then they're able to move on because they know that they successfully did that and it's never yeah. going to be found.
1: Yeah, and their whole goal is to be covert. They don't they want to avoid police detection. Right. Granted they probably have people in the police, right? Like we Absolutely. obviously we have people are Charged, not charged, under investigation for being involved with the drug cartels. Mm -hmm. Obviously, that's happening here, but they still can't just be out here littering the streets with dead bodies. Right. It's going
0: to, yeah, because it'll just bring attention to them. It'll just
1: bring attention to them. Ridiculous.
0: Yeah. The FBI made a report about the torture and murder of 17-year-old Lilia Garcia in November of 2001, which pointed the blame to drug traffickers. Um, Her body was found 100 yards near the location of a mass grave containing eight Ripper victims discovered on November 6th and 7th of 2001.
1: Um, Okay, so that's the eight victims we talked about before where three months later, citizens are finding yes evidence yeah so i think generally these all of these war as victims are attributed to the war as ripper so that's and i
0: think there i think that is kind of like a blanket term yes like whether it's one dude or multiple dudes mm-hmm. i i think that's how they're referring to it yeah and some police officers suspected the murders were the work of like influential and wealthy men and the fact that they're just like throwing the blame to any any class of people that they possibly can is weird to me
1: yeah they're just it, it almost seems like deflect deflecting yeah like well
0: that's probably drug traffickers they just yeah. offed her
1: That's an easy, like, an easy out.
0: Yeah, but also it's probably the Mr. So-and-so because he's rich.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's kind of like a, look over there. Look over there.
0: Yeah, but don't Don't pay attention um, to the weird shit happening over here.
1: Yeah, don't pay attention to the fact that 13 officers killed 12 men.
0: For the yeah. cartel. Don't. No, 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 Yeah. Congrats on your yeah. success, I guess. And then murdered women after in celebration? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Don't mind. Don't mind us.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's what I do to relax and unwind mm. is murder people.
1: Of course. In yeah. celebration of yes. things.
0: I don't get to celebrate things often, but when I do, I'm typically like, yeah, I'm going to go
1: let's let's go kill some pools
0: yeah yeah
1: so that makes a lot of sense totally so that Ugh. that be uh that be part 1 that is part 1 it's a real blood boiler um yes it sure is so it it's just it's unbelievable in one sense but in another sense not surprised at all
0: No, I mean, it's really sad that you can tell stories like this. And while it is like blowing your mind and you can't wrap your head around it, it's not surprising. Yeah. That police and other authorities, even though they're other authorities have tried to help them. Yeah. Just they're not cutting it.
1: Yeah. And, and of course, like this, this story is from Juarez, Mexico, but it, Is not any different to what happens in the U.S. or other countries. No. The prosecution of women is age old. Yeah. This goes back to... The fucking Salem Witch Trials. I mean, yeah. And before then. And before then. I mean, the system just likes to prosecute women for some reason. Mm -hmm. And then blame them for their own victimization. It's... It's crazy. And a case we're going to cover after we cover this one is equally horrible, and it's in the U.S. Mm. And it's currently still happening as well.
0: Yeah, I will say, though, I think I've noticed, and while other people may have or have not noticed, I do think recently some men, I mean... The generations are just raised differently, mm-hmm. and I think now I am seeing a lot more like appreciation, and uh, men are more so like idolizing women and realizing, you know, because they have a lot of respect for their mothers and their grandmothers, mm-hmm. that they too should treat, you know, their women, you know, their partners and stuff like that, how they should be, and you can you can see that on social media, yeah. Which is great, but until everyone yeah. realizes that women aren't just a bunch of easy targets, I guess yeah. we're not—we're not commodities, right? There's not—there's not, there's not going to be a change. I mean, this is always going to happen, but yeah. I really do think it's up to, I, I, like, I'm sorry, but um, my sons are going to know how to treat women, yeah, and I think that. Women should be taught how to treat men.
1: Yeah, I think. I think women also need to learn how to treat women because yes, you we, and it's something I see often. Women and I, I think it's really, well, I don't know. It's hard to say, but I will see some women talk about how um you should talking shit on other women for how they dress mm. or like, you know let's just like stop. like you're disrespecting yourself because you're dressing provocatively no that she she can wear what she wants like let's stop yeah. you are taking the male idea of what a woman should look like Internalizing it and then applying it to other women. Mm-hmm. So, and if
0: you don't meet that, like image, of, yeah, like you can only dress this way if you look this way, and like in so many different like forms of that. Mm-hmm. For some reason, it's a problem, and that doesn't make sense. No,
1: it. Yeah, I, I think that we we need to band together just need to cheer people on yeah you just need to lift people up let's just cheer each other on like one thing and i we were just talking about this earlier when we were on our way to breakfast now i was rooting for this guy who was running we saw this fella out here Mm -hmm. on his jog and i was like one thing that i have been doing is when i am driving and see someone jogging whoever it is Male, female, old, young, super fit, someone who maybe isn't as fit, whatever. I just cheer for them in my car. Now, do they hear me? No, because I'm not going to cat call them out the window. That's just ridiculous. Yeah. But in my car, I'm like, hell yeah, fucking get it. Mm -hmm. You be out here doing it.
0: Yeah. And even if you're not doing it. Yeah. You know, like, let's just, if, if we can... If people can understand um, that you shouldn't attack women or men, but in this case, literally this case, women, yeah, um, until we can get some better people circulating throughout this world, yeah, it's going to be a problem, yeah, and that's why women have to always be prepared to have to defend themselves.
1: Yeah. No it, matter where they're at. And it's it's something I've heard people talk about, like, because I think there's a misconception. A lot of people out here think that it's an exaggerated number how many women are assaulted. It they're is like, absolutely not. Yeah. They're like, oh, there's no way that many women are assaulted. There's no way that this many women are, have been victims of sexual harassment, sexual assault, and rape. Y-
0: And you may have been sexually
1: harassed and not even realized it, realize it, it. because you think that that's okay. Because yeah, because it doesn't seem as bad as maybe some other person's story, right? You weren't, you weren't fully. Sexually assaulted. You weren't raped, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that you were not a victim of harassment.
0: Right, and and there's probably like you could probably think of a situation where you are uncomfortable enough that if you hadn't have removed yourself from it,
1: who knows what would have happened to <laughs> it, you? Exactly. And you know, it's usually dudes who think that number is exaggerated. Like the number is like one in three women
0: mm-hmm.
1: are victims of sexual assault or harassment of some sort and I've been in a conversation with male friends and they're like I just I don't feel like I know anybody who's been a victim I'm like you do
0: yeah it's not like they're like they don't wear like a tag on their shirt that says
1: it yeah they're not printing it on their forehead yeah and they're probably not telling anyone yeah and I personally
0: don't know any man who has I mean, hopefully that has assaulted a woman in any way. Right. And I'm not trying to, like, just put a blanket on all men like you guys are all horrible. Of course not. But the statistics are there. The statistics are fucking there. And this is a story about women who were sexually assaulted and murdered. In large quantities. In very large quantities of... And no one really did anything about
1: it. Yeah. No one did or is doing
0: anything about it. Because when there's a problem, no matter what the problem is, in life in general, you need to find the root cause of that problem. And so when you're finding hordes of murdered women, you should probably try harder to see who is murdering those women. That's right find the common factor in all the cases. This is just basic fucking problem-solving skills.
1: Basic problem-solving skills. It's just yeah. It's incredibly sad the families of these victims. I I can't imagine cuz so many victims are just missing. Yeah. Like not even found out here. Right. And they're just missing, and their families are just left. Yeah, because no one cares. Because no one cares.
0: Because I think, well, they were probably dressing like, uh, you know. She she was showing off her legs. Yeah, she was showing her
1: skin, and she was probably a fucking drug mule, so yeah. whatevs. Yeah, it, it's crazy. It's crazy that they think that that... That the way a person dresses actually correlates with their attack. Because guess what? Women were being raped in the 18th century when they were wearing... Clothes from their chin to their fucking toes. Chin to their toes. They had on undergarments, petticoats, corsets, hoop skirts, top dress. They had knickers, stockings, socks, and shoes, turtlenecks. Gloves. 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 The the only thing you were seeing on these women is their goddamn face. You Mm -hmm. weren't even seeing their neck. Mm -hmm. Those women were being raped. Yeah. So please do not tell me that it has to do with their clothing. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. But we should wrap up. Yeah, we should wrap up. This is a subject we could probably talk about for the next several days. Yeah, so this is very to be continued. Yeah, next week we will talk about the victims themselves, their families, the work that's happening. Yeah.
0: In the meantime, maybe like go watch a little mini docu series on it. I haven't watched any. I know that there are some.
1: There are some documentaries out there. Um I just search it up. Just search it. I also didn't watch any, but I do have one linked. In our right. sources. So, um, check that out. Definitely go to the um, Disappearing Daughters website and mm-hmm. look at, watch some of their little videos on the website, read yeah. the bios, and also what's going to come with next week, but I'll probably put the sources in the description of both. We will be putting resources. So, if you feel like compelled to, assist in any way. There are several organizations in Juarez set up to benefit women, Mm -hmm. and you can donate to them. You can share their links on your social media. There are several ways that you can bring awareness or donate money if you can. So we'll put those in there as well, um, because there's a lot of activism happening around this particular case, and all of that costs money. Right. Yep. But obviously not everyone has the money to donate, so sharing it so other people can see is really important as well. Absolutely. So, that's it on this one. We'll see you guys next week. Yep. Um, Haley and Ariel are obviously lighting up these streets with their talent. Um, you can subscribe to the show and share us with your friends. Do it. Do it. Rate us five stars if you're on Apple Pods. Um, leave us a review. I just realized that written reviews from other countries don't show up on our Apple. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah. I recently put our show on Chartable mm-hmm. so that we can see if we're charting it anywhere. We are charting in Tanzania. What up, That's Tanzania? That's fucked <laughs> uh, we're 52 on their, like, true crime podcast chart or whatever. So, Hell hey. Yeah. Thanks, Tanzania. But it's, sh- like, on that site, I was able to look at Apple reviews, and we have a review from Canada, and we have a review from Australia. I want to see them. I'll have to, I'll pull it up whenever we, we get off here. Okay. But, yeah. But none of that shows... When I pull up, like, my Apple Podcast app and look at our show. That's lame. I know. They're good reviews. God damn it. Fuck. Thanks, Australia and Canada. We love you. We love you. All of you. Um, so, yeah, write us a review. Even if you're not in the U.S., <laughs> now that we're on Charitable, we will get to see it. Hell yeah. So, you can do it now. All right, y'all. Okay. Well, um, in the meantime, wait patiently for next week's episode it's gonna be amazing and also definitely be kind and stay weird okay goodbye